We're gonna talk about the ABCs of it, right up to the XYZs of it, the hardships and sometimes the E's of it. Dot the I's and cross the T's of it. Welcome to Alphabet My Life with me, John Courtney, and my wife, Emma. Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of Alphabet My Life. This is John. And this is Emma. And we finally fixed all the technical glitches that have been going on before we started this podcast. And we're good to go. Of course, you won't know about any of that because we are so professional. This is completely seamless. We are on the letter K. K. Yeah, it was either going to be ketamine <laughs> or kids. And seeing as neither of us have done ketamine, but we've do- both definitely done no, not done kids. That sounds Jonathan. bad. Jonathan. Have, have kids. Definitely have kids. Jesus. Yeah. Let's talk about our children while they're not listening. So we have two kids. Well, one kid, one adult. Scary. It no, really you'll is. always be a kid. He'll yeah. always be our kid. We've got to be careful what we talk about our today. Kid. Our, our kid. Our kid. Our kid. We are from Manchester. I thought, oh, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a Scouse thing. Our kid. Isn't that more Scouse? Our kid? No. Is that just Northern? It's just the way you say it. Our, our kid. Our or kid. Our kid. So Nathan is 18. He turned 18 a couple of months ago. And Alfie is going to be 12 in a couple of months. Six years apart. It's when I was tr- working on the ships and I only came home every six years. <laughs> So that was bound to happen. We were told, weren't we? Because, you see, I'm an only child. So we had Nathan. Nathan was a perfect little baby. Slept through the night. Um, right from the word go. Was just loving and quiet and just this perfect little baby. And we knew that it was because we were such amazing parents. Yeah. We well, just that's said, what we thought, babe. We just said, we've nailed this parenting. Piece of piss. We'd read the books. We had the baby whisper on the bookshelf. And everything was working just as it should because we were such amazing parents. And everybody, all of our friends had two kids say, go on, have another one. We dare you. See what happens. Um, and I was quite happy just with one. I'm an only child. Quite happy. I, obviously, I don't know any different. I remember you saying to me, we were talking about having another kid. And I said, well, I'm an only child. And you said, exactly. Look at you. <laughs> You're a mess. But the thing is, you don't know any different because you've got. You're one of five and mm. four of you are one year apart. So you grew up with your whole life. You've had siblings and my whole life I haven't. So I don't know any different. So I can't imagine what I've missed out on. But you can't imagine being an only child because you've grown up. So we had a we had we had a discussion which ended up like all discussions do with me agreeing with you <laughs> that, we, <laughs> that we should have another kid. So, yeah, Nathan was uh, five years old and you got up the duff. Rude. Sorry, you had a bun in the oven. Uh, with Alfie, and we. So, so let's talk about the conception. I don't think we have to talk about that. <laughs> Why do we have to talk about the conception? <laughs> because it it's really cute. Because oh, I thought you meant the position. <laughs> you just mean where we were. I remember the position afterwards. I did a handstand. You did a handstand, yeah, and I you shouted, did. "Go on, my son!" Yeah, yeah. I think that did the trick, babe. It definitely worked. We were very lucky both times, actually. I mean, yeah, we've got really friends lucky. that have been through IVF and everything, and lots of people try for years. So when we decide, and actually, we're lucky we didn't get pregnant before we started trying because we weren't that careful. And then we decided to have get pregnant. I was looking forward to at least a year of lots of sex, and you got pregnant in like a week. We were on the uh, we're on the QE2, weren't we? Yeah, it was we were your on birthday. the QE2. It was my birthday, so Nathan was made on my birthday, and due near your birthday. Yeah, or even on my birthday. And then... He was overdue two weeks, wasn't he? Yeah, so that was cute. Yeah. And then Alfie was made near your birthday and due near my birthday. Yeah, so the lovely story about Nathan being conceived on board the QE2. And if he was a girl, we were going to have to call him Elizabeth because it was the Queen Elizabeth II 
cruise ocean liner that he was conceived on. So we were going to call him Elizabeth and then he was a boy. So we called him Nathan because I'm really Jonathan. I'm My stage name is John and my dad used to call me Joe Nathan. So we thought it'd be kind of cute if he was Nathan, I'm John, and then we still got the Jonathan. So all these lovely stories. And then Alfie was conceived on the back seat of a Ford. What was, <laughs> was it a Max? What car was it? We had Ford. Wasn't the C Max? That was just C-Max. a Ford Focus. No, it was a C Max. Was, we was gonna, it the C Max? Yeah, because we were going to call him Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was flying somewhere in the airport car park, and you were ovulating. You said, "Right, quick." So Alfie was going to be called Max because he was <laughs> on the back seat of a Ford C Max. And both the boys know that story, which is yeah, not very well, good. They do now, anyway. Um, yeah, so and so, so six years apart because I, I, I can't remember who told us, but we we had conversations with a few friends that had kids, and the general consensus seemed to be that if you have them, you either have them really close together and get it all out the way, or you can't, you shouldn't have them when one of them is sort of two or three years old because they'll get too jealous. Apparently, that's a thing. And they don't understand why they've been the be all and end all for two or three years, and all of a sudden yeah, they're not. It's a, it's a thing, of course, it's a thing. Yeah. So you wait until they're older. You wait until they're. But by the age of five plus, they're old enough to understand and be reasoned with that they're having a brother or sister. And it's like, I mean, I can't remember who told us that we read it somewhere, but it was it was def- definitely a thing that we talked about about. So one sibling isn't, doesn't get jealous, and they're old enough to negotiate with basically. But Nate still got a bit jealous. But yeah, we're very lucky. Got up the duff with Alfie. Um, And of course, you know, convinced that we'd done such a sterling job with Nathan because we were such amazing parents. We sort of were prepared to take it in our stride with Alfie. Oh, my God. It's true. Chalk and cheese. And apparently that is very common. It's it's easier to see when they're when they're the same sex. You know, if you have a boy and a girl, you you obviously see differences. But when they're both boys, we couldn't have two, two more different boys. Both both equally lovely and adorable. Oh, I'm having flashbacks and... of when he was two. Oh, God. Yeah, the terrible twos. I mean, terrible doesn't even cover it. No, it was it. terrible one, terrible two, terrible three, terrible four, <laughs> terrible five. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was funny with it, though. Literally couldn't go anywhere or do anything. Like, I used to put some little pictures out on Facebook, and it was just, it was just titled with a picture, Shopping with Alfie. And it'd be him like underneath a counter in a shop or him lay on the floor in the middle of the supermarket. But he wasn't having paddies. He'd just just do stuff. Yeah, it it was just crazy. We do have some very funny photos. We were talking about it yesterday, weren't we? He's got the one, he he emptied a bottle of talcum powder over a glass (laughs) coffee table. That looked like a footballer's party. (laughs) Only to you. Not to anybody that's been to a footballer's party. Have you been to a footballer's party? Many. Right. then he got your makeup out your bag once, and yeah, there's just lots of pictures of him, and not that many of Nathan doing that sort of stuff. He no. just he didn't no he, he didn't, didn't misbehave like that. No. He was just a good kid. And they do fight as well. I don't know how many. I I grew up with a family near me. Um, Lucy and Nicola were two sisters, and I've never seen fighting like it. They were at each other's throats every day, screaming at the tops of their voices. And I just remember being, even at, I mean, I was seven when I moved into that village and stayed, lived there for a few years. And at that age, I remember thinking, thank God, I'm an only child. Because if this is what brothers and sisters do, that's horrific. And I do fight, but we do, do try and catch a picture when every time they hug, don't we? Cause... And the thing is, we've tried to drill this into Nathan. Alfie looks up to Nathan so much, absolutely worships him, his big brother. The, the the other day, Alfie was buzzing because Nathan kissed him on the top of his head. I know. He told you, I came back from work. First thing Alfie said, Nathan kissed the top of my head last night when he said goodnight to me. 
And Nathan needs. To, I mean, we keep thinking he's going to get it, don't we? It's like yeah. When when he, when he turns sixteen, he'll I think get you've it. Been saying that. When he turns seventeen, he'll get it. Now he's eighteen. And sometimes he does, but anyway, um, yeah, eighteen's not a kid anymore. We have a we have a adult in the house. Yeah, because we're not adults. We have an yeah, okay. We have another adult in the house with his girlfriend. Can we talk about his girlfriend moving in? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lou. Hi, Lou. Yeah, Lou actually enjoys our podcast, and she she's one of our, she's one of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> one of our many listeners. Yeah, um, Lou's lovely. Nathan, Lou, actually, they met Lou found me on Instagram, came to see my show at Butlins and followed me on Instagram and I think spotted Nathan on my Insta. And so it's the modern way, people meeting online. That's what everybody does nowadays. You get yourself into these situations and like a play date, you can be on a play date and your kid's there and you're on edge because, you know, you get on with the parent and you're chatting away and you're looking over uh, this is mainly Alfie, and you're thinking, please don't hit the kid, please don't hit the kid, because yeah. you know. Then you've I'm, got that conversation to have with the other parent. Yeah, I'm so sorry, and you're like, you're apologising to the parent because your kids just thumped the other kid, and you're like, I'm I'm so sorry, but it's actually the child that you should be apologising to. But yeah, it's just really awkward, like especially when you go to play places like these soft play. Oh my god, I was on edge the whole time when I used to take Alfie because. There'd be a situation, and it would always involve Alfie. <laughs> but also, can we can we, can, can we just say that you know I know obviously when it's your own kid, you're a bit biased. But Alfie wasn't. Alfie no, didn't, it, Alfie it didn't, only he didn't hit. just go up and smack people. No, it, they'd always deserve it. Yeah, they push him. <laughs> they push him around first or whatever, or they'd stress him out. And yeah, then he'd, and he'd, he'd just lash out. he'd just lose it. He'd lose it. But it's lose like a, it's like at school. If you're you know a kid's provoking you, it's happened to me all the time. I was if I was getting bullied at school, a kid would be provoking me. And then I'd lash lash out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the teacher would only turn around in time to catch me, and I'd get busted. I'd be like, I've, they've been prodding me for like ages, and then I'd the I'd be the one to get caught. So it yeah, never, that it, was exactly the same with Alfie. Yeah, he's the one who got caught. I remember Alfie's first day at primary school, and we got to the playground, and he had his brand new uniform on, and his brand new school shoes, and his new bag, and he was all excited. <laughs> never looked that good ever again. <laughs> I literally turned my back for two seconds to chat to somebody. Next minute, <laughs> I turned back round, and he's got some poor kid in a headlock, and I'm like, first day at oh, primary school. Shit. They haven't even gone into school yet. This was in the playground waiting to go into school. And the next minute I've got some parent pulling them apart. Um, I think it was Gemma, uh, my sister-in-law. She came up and Alfie's got a kid in a headlock. I'm like, oh God, please, Let please. Let the fun begin. So yeah, he got a bollocking from the teacher before he'd even got into school. Yeah. So yeah, we we should talk about Alfie's ADHD. He's been he got diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah, so um, he's he went through the whole of his primary school, um, always being behind, um, you know, not learning, not listening, stressing fidgeting, a lot, really stressing stressed. out, getting upset, emotional all the time, and then it it took him all the way to year five before Miss Quinn, his favourite teacher. We love Miss Quinn. We love Miss Quinn. Um, actually recognised that, hang on a minute, this is this is something else. This this might be a bit autistic or ADHD. So she set the ball rolling with the tests and, and all the rest of it. And yeah, he got the diagnosis. And he didn't even get the diagnosis till he'd actually left primary school. 
Um, but it was in time for them to in send time, it to yeah. And now he's, school, he's got good. he's got medication which he doesn't like to take because it stops him from eating because it makes him feel a bit sicky. Um, so yeah, well, he had to deal with that actually because he's he's refusing to take the meds. He hasn't had it for a couple of days, but yeah. You know, I don't know. He seems to have been okay. It's a it's a weird thing, ADHD. I mean, we'd never heard of it when we were kids, had we? It wasn't. I don't think. No, it wasn't a thing. No. Because I think, to an extent, every kid's got attention attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD. Yeah. Um, Because there's so many different levels. There are. You think of ADHD, and you automatically think of a kid that just is on the go, nonstop, really loud, throwing themselves around all the time, and talking really fast. But there's so many different levels of ADHD. Alfie is is, um, different symptoms. He's kind of in the middle. Um, the doctor, you know, prescribed him a certain amount of meds because he was kind of in the middle. He wasn't mild. He's in the middle. He's not like hyper. Um, so he just finds it hard to concentrate and listen, and, and, and it makes him emotional focus. if he can't do something. He gets stressed he gets really, really easily, yeah, and, and, and hates himself. And he's definitely a carrot and not a stick guy. Like the praise works so well with him, and if he gets criticised, it destroys him. Um, so praise is the way to go. And I must say, his new school do seem to be taking it on board. Um, and it's just good. It's good to. It doesn't obviously doesn't change him in our eyes at all, but it, it's good to get an exp- explanation for some things because he was crying an awful lot at, at silly things that or having these breakdowns, and you were trying to fix it. We were both trying to fix it when he had a breakdown. Calm down, Alfie. What's up? And you just got to let him get it out of his system. Just leave him alone. Let him deal with it, and then he comes back and he's fine. So it helps with that when you can look these things up and see why why these things are going on. <laughs> So speaking of soft play areas, let's talk about what happened when Alfie got dragged off another kid when you I wasn't there. But that that was uh, that was stressful. Yeah, what do you do if you go to yeah. a soft here's, play? Here's a hypothetical scenario. What would you do, people out there? So I went to a, a birthday party, um, and it was being held at, in a soft play place, um, and all of a sudden, one of the parents starts absolutely yelling at me. Keep an eye on your kid. He's just kicked my child. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's what's I looked round and Alfie stood there crying his eyes out. So I went over to him and picked him up. He's got finger marks on his arm from where he was play fighting with another child. And the parent had gone up there, grabbed hold of Alfie by the arm and dragged him, not just dragged him off, threw him to the floor. So obviously he's really upset. She's having a. I'm, I'm reckoning she blasted at me because she was. She realized in, she, realized she was in the wrong, Absolutely. and she thought she'd just go off at me. Yeah. And it's like you've not been watching. But like, he's like six years old. He's at a play place, a birthday party. My friend actually at the time, her waters had just broke, so I was dealing with her <laughs> running around <laughs> trying to find her some sanitary pads. And trying to calm her down. It's like nobody stands there and literally watches their child for the whole of the time, especially when they're six and they're in a play place. He literally was just play fighting with this kid and accidentally had kicked him. The question you're asking is, as a parent, do you go up and grab another kid? You just can't. You You... just can't do that, can you? No. I mean, there's a lot to be said for clips around the ears and stuff, but like in the olden days. (laughs) Oh, we used to get hit. It's uh, we, uh, it, it is a bit of a nanny state now. We've gone completely the other way. I was I was never hit. My dad my dad smacked the back of my legs once when I came home late, and they were due to go out, and I'd come home late, and as I went up the stairs, he smacked me. I've never forgotten it because it's the only time 
my mum or my dad raised their hand to me. I never got hit. Um, dad was beaten up a lot as a kid by his dad. He used to hit him with a belt and all kinds of stuff. And I know that you guys, you were you were hit as kids, weren't you? I do, I do agree. This could get this could get delicate. I do agree that kids shouldn't be hit. Let's put that out there. You know, you there shouldn't be parents hitting their kids. But sometimes the threat of a clip round the ear is enough. The threat of you know raising your hand and threatening to threatening to smack your kid round the back of the legs or something round the bottom is sometimes enough. Certainly was with me. They said that they never did it, but my dad would, you know, occasionally I'd, he'd give me a look and I'd be like, oh crap, overstep the line. But now I remember Nathan was a kid and we sort of jokingly, you know, raised a hand. He'd be like, I'm going to call child line. <laughs> oh, they come back with all sorts nowadays. That's abuse. That's abuse. You you assaulted me. And they know. Yeah, this is not call. our kids, we should say. This is not our kids are shouting this. We've never we've never done it to our kids. But yeah, it's, it's a nanny state. It's in you know, kids taking their parents to court and, and whatever it's called when they when they don't want to be their parents anymore and stuff. I, that's also why kids don't respect policemen anymore nowadays as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Do I sound like an old fart? Yeah, you do. A little. Bit. It's true though. Kids going up and swearing at police. I mean, I wouldn't. I had so much respect for police when I was younger. I would never have dreamt of swearing at a policeman or speaking back to a policeman. I don't know why. I don't know what sort of drilled it into me. Maybe military boarding school, but um, no, we were the same. You respected policemen. You did. Yeah. Mind you, they've done some things recently that have means their respect might have gone down one or two notches, but. <laughs> want more kids well i really wanted a girl didn't i well we both we, we both would have liked a girl so there's parents out there and you say to them what do you want a girl or a boy and they say we're not bothered as long as they're happy and healthy and that's bollocks <laughs> it might not be no, some people it's don't know it's bollocks you either really want a girl or you really want a boy so i really wanted a girl both times really wanted a girl imagine what she'd look like and i was a dancer for 15 years and i'd I would have loved to have a little girl take her to dancing classes. This is why you put hair clips in Alfie's hair when he was younger. Yeah, I did that. As soon as his hair was long so, enough, I mean, you put bows in his hair and hair clips. I know, but listen, it really affected poor me. Kid. It's going so, to affect him as well. We went to the, the scan for Alfie to find out what sex the baby was. And I remember she told me, you're having another boy. And I just you sobbed. Broke, I sobbed. I you broke did. down. I went to the toilet and I was absolutely sobbing really really wanted a little girl and and then my younger sister she got pregnant uh, she had a boy and then she got pregnant again but she was the same she really wanted a, a little girl so she couldn't she just couldn't bear finding out so she thought she'd just leave it and she'll find out you yes, know when I, don't, she gives, I don't get that either I don't. I'd, I'd want to know I mean fair enough whatever you want to do but these gender reveal things parties and stuff are kind of do you see that one where the kid cut the balloon mm. you see that <laughs> they're about to pop it and the kid cut it and it floated away they never found out well i guess they did when the kid was born it makes me laugh when people say do you, do you want a boy or a girl no we want it to be a surprise was it eddie izzard said it's not gonna be a surprise it's gonna be a boy or a girl if it's a toaster it'll be a surprise 50 <laughs> 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 50 is not a surprise um yeah, no, we we did we did want a little girl, didn't we? Yeah, so my little sister Rowena, she had a little girl, her second child, and I kind of she said she's yours as well. So we kind of shared her. Um, <laughs> we shared. Her. She was the cutest little baby. Now she's turned into this little diva. She's nearly eight now, and she's a little. Diva. We can share. That was just Rowena thinking. Thank God, I've got somebody else that can babysit <laughs> and take her off my hands. And Aww. then next door, next door's just had. 
a little boy. So they, they've they've got one of each. Yeah, Let's, everyone has one of each. Oh, apart from Michelle, she's got three girls. She's just had twins, two twin girls, and she's got a daughter already. Yeah, so, so that's going to be a crazy household. Kyle is the only testosterone in that house. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that's not going to last long. <laughs> He's going to get kicked out. <laughs> definitely kicked out the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, he definitely needs his own bathroom when they get older. But we can we um. We couldn't have another one because of your abdominal recti, could we? Yeah, I had a mess. My stomach was absolutely horrendous. Really bad birth with Nathan. Yeah, messed um, up after Nathan. So I was dancing. I had a six pack. I was tiny. And then I got pregnant. And because I got big really fast, everything just rips open. Nothing happened naturally. Um, so when you get pregnant, everything kind of opens inside your rib cage moves out you you just it's, every, it's ridiculous and you, then you then you know makes way for this big stomach and your muscles relax and it move yeah everything you know naturally makes way for this baby and i just it just got really big really fast and everything just ripped all my muscles just tore open um, so I, I looked about eight months pregnant. If anybody's listening who hasn't had a kid, chances are by now they're going, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so manky then. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, long story up. short, um, I looked about eight months pregnant for the whole time, um, th- for the, the six years after having Nathan until I got pregnant again with Alfie. Um, and then as soon as I got pregnant with Alfie, I looked about five months gone when I was only a few weeks because my, mu- my muscles were the, not there. Um, all your organs were being pushed forward. Yeah. So I'd lie down and, and you'd see all my organs like kind of going back down into my stomach. It was really weird. Um, when we finally got it, got it because we went to the NHS for ages saying, look, this isn't right. This isn't right. And, the, and because part of the procedure involved a, a, a tummy tuck. Um, they called it aesthetic. But we were like, yeah, no, they this said, stuff- this is cosmetic. You need to go. Cosmetic, uh, not aesthetic. Yeah, this is cosmetic. You need to go and do a private do consultation. Privately. So I'd go, we, we you know, prepared for that. We went and, you know, we put the money aside for me to have this cosmetic surgery. And they said, no, 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 no. This is really bad. This is not cosmetic. This is, this should be done on the HN. You need a general surgeon. So I went back to the NHS and they said no. And this went on backwards and forwards. I'm stuck in the middle going, will somebody please just sort out in, my stomach? In the meantime, people are stopping you in the street saying, oh, yeah, when, when are you due? Men- I know, it was horrible. I had to mentally prepare myself for the day because people, you know, little ladies and people in, in Tesco, oh, do you know you were pregnant again? And how far have you got? And uh, all this from know? a girl that was a size whatever dancing for so long. And I was, yeah, tiny. Um, so anyway, I finally got a surgeon through the NHS to to do the operation. And long story short, he actually said to me after I'd come out of surgery, if you'd have left this any longer, you would have lost your bowel. He said it's it's well, it was really really it? bad inside. Yeah. Basically, my muscles were just flapping around like frayed um, denim. <laughs> that's what he said. They weren't holding any of my insides in. No. So they had to pull it all together, mesh it all, knit it all back together. And, Throw yeah. away your belly button. They threw Let's my belly button away. So I've not got a belly button, um, which Alfie thinks is absolutely f- hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah. You've got a very cool tattoo instead. Yeah. Yeah, so 
so don't let that put you off folks if you haven't had a kid yet um but abdomen abdomen erectia is quite a common thing em had it very severely so we can't have any more kids and then i had the snip let's not talk about that um and that all went wrong didn't it well it didn't go wrong well we had really thick tubes apparently (laughs) (laughs) what is it about men the the whole you know if guys go you know guys are worried about the size of their penis and stuff and what do you think the big is better you know it's a it's a guy thing and the guy's doing my vasectomy and he says it will take about 40 minutes all in 20 minutes each side you'll feel a tugging sensation it might be a bit uncomfortable and then we'll all be done so i'm there 40 minutes in and it's been really uncomfortable and the guy goes there we go that's one i was like hang on a minute that took four he said yes You've got the thickest tubes I've ever seen. And part of me went, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, I have. Why? Why is that something to be proud of? So, yeah, I was in there for a long time. And then and then they tell you to wear something supportive after the operation. And I just thought that meant like a pair of briefs. So I went to... One size smaller. So Marx's they were really nice and Yeah, tight. I got some briefs. But no. If, you, if Anybody out there listening, if you are getting a vasectomy... The support they're talking about is a is a truss, a, a a surgical truss. Go to a chemist and buy a truss. You strap it on, you you tighten it up, and it stops anything moving. Tighty whities do not stop things bouncing up and down, and the pain was horrible. Oh, you really suffered, didn't you? Yeah, I did really suffer. I suffered to not wear condoms ever again. Um, Which you never did anyway. No, horrible things like having a bath with your socks on. <laughs> Anyway, yes, let's... We've, we've gone off the subject of kids. Well, not really. Kids caused all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're doing... What's what's the next letter of the alphabet? J- okay, L. What are we doing for L? I don't know. Oh, we'll have a think of that. Lesbians. Let's do lesbians. No, let's not do lesbians. No, not in the podcast. Let's just do lesbians. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening folks this has been episode 11 of Alphabet My Life with John and Emma Um, we do appreciate listening please if you haven't left a review yet there's only some uh, platforms that you can leave reviews on I think Apple you can I think Audible you can I don't think Spotify Um, but if you can leave a review that would be great it helps us get on the little podcast charts join us next week every Saturday a new podcast is released at 9 o'clock UK time and next week will be the letter L. It might be lesbians. You've been warned. It's not going to be lesbians. Might be. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you soon. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been an episode of Alphabet My Life with John Courtney and Emma Young. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review. Thanks for listening.